0: I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Friday. Kansas City Super Bowl champions, yes, entered number one the game last night in our Vegas rankings. They won. They covered. By the way, 10 straight covers for Kansas City. This team is the best team in football. Week one of the NFL continues with a big Sunday and Monday. Here's a trend you might not have heard elsewhere. Divisional underdogs week one. It's that simple. Divisional underdogs week one. Last 53 games, they've covered nearly 70% of the time. We'll be talking about it and the big game tonight. Toronto-Boston tied. Game seven decides it. The number of wins, even so far, 3 3. But somehow, Boston is considered much better now than they were six games ago. It doesn't make any sense. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening
1: to Fox Sports Radio. This is straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell.
2: And more and more. Girl, so
1: the pregame show America has always wanted.
2: I the future. I the future. I the future.
1: From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell.
0: So many headlines. They don't. The, the song ends. We got that much of a jam-packed show, and to me, this is as exciting as it gets in this job, and it's as exciting as it gets in my day job, betting. Fez, and we're gonna do it. We did it all last year, and I mean, Jonas is in LA. He knows this. I'm a humble person. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Who are we kidding? No. But I will say this. I'll give the compliments and laugh and be a little self-deprecating. I'm going to say this one plain. What we do about 20 after the hour here, in which we go through every NFL game, and we give you one thing about it that you could not bet the game or watch the game without knowing. If you did not know this and you bet the game, You'd be betting in ignorance. And I would say a majority of what we talk about is hardly being discussed anywhere else. So when we say sports bettors listen for the money, sports fans listen to no more than their buddies, 20 after is every Friday. Every Friday is, I think, the uh, the reason I'm the most proud of that that's the case. And we'll do that the entire season. By the way, also the entire season... Bottom of the hour on Friday, so less than a half hour away, Colin Cowherd's world premiere of his pick number 6. He does his blazing five. He and I talk. We get that pick exclusively. Bottom of the hour. Jonas, big day.
2: That's right. Big day here, RJ. And on a day in which we've got a Game 7 in the NBA later on tonight and the season debuting for the NFL last night, what is the Vegas lead here on this Friday?
0: Fez, we got to take care of what happened before we can look ahead. I think we got to look at. I'm going to get your check off on this. We got to recap Kansas City last night, right?
2: Absolutely.
0: All right, let's do it.
2: Yeah, Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs, a 34 to 20 win over the Houston Texans on the season opener of the 2020 NFL year. Kansas City one and zero to start off the season.
0: Now, I think we got to break this up into two categories. First, what does this say about Kansas City and Houston, the teams? That's category one. Then, what does this tell us? Because we got one data point about our assumptions on COVID. I think we got to start with the COVID, because I think that's going to be a majority of it. And what I mean by the effect of, as some call the COVID, but we'll say COVID-19, is the lack of preparation time. Just there, And I, I was on the radio in Boston, in New York the last couple of days, and I asked the guys who, they, you know, they follow these local teams close. That's what they talk about, a majority. You know, national radio talks about national stories. But if you're in L.A., you're talking Lakers. You know, you're talking Rams. Maybe not so much. But you're talking Yankees in New York, et cetera. And obviously in Boston... I mean, that's a place where sports radio really—one of the real first blow-up spots was Boston because there was so much fan interest. I would hate that. I don't care if I was in Pittsburgh. I'd hate talking Steelers every day, all day. Oh, look, the third-string tackle went down. I like the big stories. And to me, the biggest story of the NFL season is the lack of prep. And what I asked these guys was, estimate how much prep they had this year relative to last year. What would you guess, Jonas? gut feeling, that they're, both places answered the same, which made me feel like it's probably a pretty good number?
2: The percentage of prep compared to last year? Yeah. Um, I would say 40%.
0: They said 50. Okay. So, I mean, think about that now. Half as much prep time for an NFL season. This isn't taking the station wagon fez to go to Wally World, right? So, I mean, to me, Belichick used to say, after the change in practicing because of the last agreement with the union, like six years ago or whatever, it took the month of September for him to catch up, that that shortfall was the month of September. Well, the shortfall caused by that contract was not near half. It almost sounds like they won't catch up the whole year. I think it's fair to say in December, the play on the field will be affected by the lack of prep time in August and before that, the mini camps and all that—does that sound wrong to you, Steve? That's a bold take, but it does not sound wrong to me at all. Because you know, when you get behind, sometimes it's hard to catch up. Because you're still having to do the things just to stay, not get further behind.
3: Think about like missing the first week of math class, and then you're constantly
0: trying to catch up. Well, I could, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and your advocates <laughs> coming in, everyone else has a scientific calculator. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you got decent grades, I give you credit, but (laughs) that's Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bell. So I don't think we can understate how important this is. What was your COVID related, practice time related? What was your main takeaway?
3: The rush offenses were really good last night. Obviously, Kansas City, uh, Edwards Hilaire, the rookie, was
0: fantastic, rushed for over 100 yards. Let me ask you this, and I'm going to ask Jonas too. What did you see? Forget the stats. What did you see from the the rookie running back? Okay, I saw Cuz people are going crazy. Let's yeah, assess. It. He
3: had the holes, so he was going to have a good night regardless, but he literally ran over some defenders on select plays.
0: A little guy running a 5'8",
3: 208. Yes. And on a goal-line
0: play, you said, there's no I way... Think, I think I was 5'8", 208 <laughs> at one point, like a junior in high school. But go ahead.
3: At, there was one play at the, towards the end of the game where he got stopped on the 10, and he got it down to the two-yard line. So, he just carried guys for eight yards. Just incredible.
0: So, he's got the speed. He's got the smallness, which actually can help you if you're running behind your linemen when they spread them, but you are saying the strength, too. Yes. Jonas, what do you got on him?
2: He looks like the perfect complementary running back to that offense, the perfect guy to have out of the backfield to where, look, if, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't have it downfield, you've got a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And it feels like an offense upgraded over last year based on just that one addition because they kept everybody else and actually added to the offensive line.
0: And I would also make the case that – How many players on Kansas City offensively are old enough that you would think they're dropping off between last year and this year? I mean, Uh, not any key players, right? No. no. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Yeah. So that's scary. Ten straight covers. We talked about it in the headlines. Now... (sighs) You hear on talk radio a lot, this team doesn't have an identity. I'm not talking about Kansas City. I'm talking about a team that someone's complaining about. And I've always thought, "Ah, you know, that's kind of talk radio BS. But Kansas City has an identity. They have a scheme. And then they draft to it. Jonas said, this is the perfect running back for Andy Reid's system. Well, if you don't have a system... You know, you could say, oh, that's a Patriot-type player. Mm. He's multifaceted. In a weird way, all that talk radio crap probably has a point, which is if you know what you are, you know when you're being less than that. Like, we're not playing like the Steelers. And you know the kind of people you want in the building because they're going to be the type to play like that. I don't know Andy Reid got near as enough – you know, he got fired effectively from Philadelphia – And on some lists, he's the second best coach right now. And having a system that you can call an Andy Reid system and know what you mean by that, I think is a big part of his edge as a coach and drafting to it.
3: And this flexibility, let's face it, you got Mahomes and all those weapons, you got some moderate rain, you got a defense in Houston that plays zone defense and is off the line of scrimmage. And Andy Reid says, all right, we'll take what what you give us. You're going to leave that line of scrimmage open. We'll just ground and pound you here throughout the whole first half.
0: And really, if you look at Mahomes' numbers, the volume wasn't there. It was efficiency, though, right, for sure, but it was running. And I had an epiphany last night, and I'm going to ask you guys, and I'm kind of embarrassed. If I'm right about this, then the fact I haven't seen it yet until now is shocking, and meaning shocking that I'm going to be mad at myself. Could it be that your ability to run the ball – in the first half, as an NFL team, in the first half of this year, when tackling is a major issue, we speculated at it. And would you agree tackling was atrocious?
3: Oh, absolutely. And even David Johnson for Houston went for 80 yards. His um, The over-unders on both running backs skied over. So both teams were able to run very effectively bad
0: tackling. and and But that endpoint that conclusion isn't necessarily the case just because of those numbers. So Joan is, as a fan watching the game, not living in the box score, did you think if you didn't know there was COVID, you just woke up, would you have said, "Man, that tackling looks bad to, uh, last night?"
2: I didn't think the tackling looked as bad as a lot of people were making it out to be.
0: But did it look worse than a typical NFL game?
2: Um, you could say that, but not. I, I don't think it was noticeably worse. I think I actually thought the quality of play was much better than I thought it would be. I was expecting bad tackling. I was expecting sloppy play, and we didn't get that. It looked like both offenses picked it up pretty quick, and there's a lot of new additions on, on a lot of the side, sides of the ball, especially on Houston, and they had a lead early in that game.
0: So thinking about that specific question, Fez, The tackling—was it noticeable to you? I
2: thought it was. I I thought some of those
3: Hilaire runs were just—he should not have been able to get away as many times as he did. Now maybe that's just because he's so good, but part of that has to be a problem with the tackling.
0: And if anything, we we see what you know. If you buy a yellow car, you see a bunch of yellow cars when you never noticed it before, and. When, when, at time Jonas got the Mohawk? I mean, weren't you just <laughs> everywhere there was Mohawks, right?
2: Everywhere, yes. Not even just an Hot <laughs> and, Topic.
0: Or was it a reverse? A fauxhawk, <laughs> I think they call it. Yeah, I don't that know. one,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it's probably in the middle. My eye said, and again, I got biases too, right? But I would say it's in the, it wasn't as, you know, atrocious, but it doesn't have to be atrocious. If it's one step down, the ability to run the ball— might be the most important thing. Why? Because we know passing might struggle. Timing. They don't have all the, the O-line with a sophisticated block. If you're just playing smash-mouth football, if your O-line isn't as co- cohesive, it's OK. for, a, Or at least it doesn't hurt you as badly.
3: And the passers did struggle versus expectation.
0: I mean, Mahomes, 211 yards. Watson, 253. If I would have said, neither guy gets over 260, you would have given me some nice odds there, right? Oh,
3: absolutely! And think how much I would have bet on the under, and they teams got to fifty-four points. That was the total.
0: I mean, that's an actual good question. How much? Would, if we so they combined? Let me see, four hundred and what sixty-four yards. So if I would have said under four seventy combined, would that have been your biggest bet of the year? The oh, two yeah. Quarterbacks? I mean, you would have laid not with a gigantic bet, but what lay minus four hundred? Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. So I think no doubt that <laughs> when Fez tells me that, he's so good at those instant ones, I take it as a compliment. Right? If he said I was wrong, I would not bet. But I guess in hindsight, you know, I don't know. I mean, I bet yesterday's game against you no matter what. I think that it's hard to say that the assumptions weren't confirmed to some degree, which is passing may struggle. Um, tackling's a problem. Now, what I said was... Maybe not as big of a problem, but a problem. What I said was that means the teams that run the ball are going to have a big advantage. Baltimore, Tennessee. No, I think that it's going to be, can you run the ball? But mm. some teams can't. I mean, and now you're in trouble because the one way to exploit COVID early might be the ability to run. Kansas City could run. Houston not as well, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Even though Johnson had what he had.
3: Well, they, Houston did have almost five yards per carry. They just got yeah, down but, but so the, much that you know it got taken away from them the second half.
0: Yeah, I mean the efficiency doesn't matter. If, if, I mean, if anything, if you're down, your running efficiency gets helped because you do draws and different things. Right. So, as we look at the rest of the NFL card, I'm gonna be thinking. Who are the teams that are just like they, they give up on the run they ha- they haven't tried to run since let's say 19, you know, 97. <laughs> you know, there's certain teams that haven't maybe we're exaggerating there, but 2007 maybe. I think those teams are at a big disadvantage and I didn't think that before last night and that's why guys, if there's any year, any year ever that you got to think about every game early, what did it tell you new? It's this year, because a typical year you might be learning a little bit about the teams, because most of it you know. We know so little, because this is the first time we've ever had an NFL season with this lack of prep. 2011 was not near this lack of prep. When we come back, it's going to be that, in my opinion... Great, great segment. We look at every game and give you one thing you cannot miss.
2: That's coming up next But First Straight of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store, curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone, he's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Straight of outta- Vegas!
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into our previews of every single game in the NFL this upcoming weekend.
0: Usually, we talk a little bit here, but we got too much good info. So, yes, fastest-growing show, blah, 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 89 degrees in Vegas.
2: All right, RJ, let's get it started, and let's get it started in the AFC East where the Dolphins are at the Patriots, New England with Cam Newton, a a 6.5-point favorite on pregame.com.
0: It's been 20 years before since you could say this. We don't know what Bill Belichick's going to do. As much as with Tom Brady they could tweak stuff – they ran usually about the same thing every game. They game-planned it like crazy. Sometimes they ran, sometimes they passed more, but it was the same scheme. Who would be shocked if Cam Newton runs the ball like 30 times? I would be surprised, but would you be sh- No, we don't know. And it's a genius that literally has the element of surprise unlike any time because there's been no preseason games. So, when do you have a situation, there's a game that matters with a genius head coach that you have no idea what he's going to do? And by the way, Belichick knows that coach from Miami, Miami pretty well. I would be, imagine Belichick's just been staring at you all those years and now he knows what you do in a given situation. I can hear the announcers already. Wow, that gadget play. I didn't, it's, 21 points on gadget plays. I don't know about that. I don't think you can bet against the Pats because of that edge.
2: The Browns are at the Ravens on Sunday. Baltimore is a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: COVID is humongous for every team, some more than others. Where it's big that people don't realize as much, offensive line. It takes a long time to get cohesion. And the Browns, not... You know, they've upgraded their line, but not. Uh, and I think it's going to be better as the season progresses. Week one, I think the line's worse than last year, worse because of that lack of cohesion with two uh, new starters. Is that, is that two new starters is the way to say Yeah, the rookie's going to start. Yeah, the yes. rookie's going to start. Okay. And I also think on the other side with Baltimore, if yesterday's game showed us anything, it was. That running the ball looks like it's going to be mighty important in the NFL early this season. Who's the best running team in football? Baltimore.
3: And who runs the most? Baltimore runs more than half of their
2: plays on the ground. The Bills are hosting the Jets. Buffalo is a seven-point favorite.
0: Now, we talked about Cleveland. They got two new starters, RJ. Yeah. Jets, five out of five. Everybody on the O-line this year, none of them played last year. I believe the Jets – if the Jets score – if they score 24, I would be like – I know that's more than expect. – I'm saying I would think it's like 1 in 50. I really – I mean, think about it. If the O-line doesn't block and you have a quarterback that sees ghosts – I mean he's gonna be dreaming of Casper, I think, after this game. I think the Jets O-line is a major problem. Do you agree or disagree? I agree.
3: I like under sixteen and a half points for the Jets.
0: So the over-under on the team total, sixteen and a half. You like the under. Yes. That's how bad the O-line is with and again, it's gonna be better. It's just not better in week one.
2: The Raiders are at the Panthers. Las Vegas is a three-point favorite.
0: I believe the following that of all the teams in the NFL, Carolina is hurt early by COVID more than any other team. Why? Well, what is it that hurts you? A new head coach because of the changes. Okay. new head coach. New coordinators. Okay. New coordinators. How experienced are they? Mike McCarthy? No. Never coached as a head coach in the NFL and only had like a year or two with the Giants as a low-level assistant. And the defensive coordinator, by the way, 11 starters last year, like any year, How many are back, Fez, on defense for Carolina? Three. Eight new starters, and you got a defensive coordinator that's never stepped foot out of college. He might have coached high school. He's never coached in the NFL, (laughs) and this is his first game. No wonder the Raiders, who opened up as a small underdog, have been bet up to, is it three and a half consensus? Three. I've seen three and a halves. There's threes. It's been a big steam, wouldn't you agree? Raiders money.
3: Yes. All the money against Carolina.
0: And I think it's justified. If I had to pick I mean, if you were forced to pick it a three right now, what would you pick? <sighs> Raiders. Yeah. You know what's funny though, Colin, we did, you know, record the pod. He liked Carolina. Somehow he had three and a half. I don't know. <laughs>
2: the Falcons are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is a two and a half point favorite.
0: This is the tale of two seasons. Last season, there was the first eight games. Atlanta was as bad as you could almost say any team in the NFL. Eh, they were certainly a bottom five team, Atlanta, in performance. Then there was a bye. and they drank from this spring that was named for Ponce de Leon. No, I don't know what happened, but I kind of do. They ended up going six and two. In the second half, right, Faz? Yes. They had two. Uh, they had two upsets that were double digits, if I recall. Like you just it hardly happens in a year. They had two of them. And what changed is they literally the head coach Quinn said, "I'm not calling the defense anymore." I think he finished that by saying, "I know I'm fired anyway, so why should I work extra hard?" <laughs> But they ended up splitting the duties. There's all kind of talk of what they did. But it was such a fundamental change. And Raheem Morris took over a lot of it. And he was on offense at that point. Now, he had coached defense before. He went over. And the defense got drastically better. So what do you do now? Do you look at Atlanta as the blend of the first half of the year and the second half? Or do you say... The second half was so different than the first. And we have a tangible reason why. It's not just a miracle. It's like, they changed who's calling the plays. I think you got a grade Atlanta 70% in the second half, 30% in the first. It's got to be weighted second half of last year, which means they're better than people think. And I don't think anything else matters in this game. If you believe Atlanta was what they were in the second half, of last year, then they should not be getting points here. If you think they were what they were for the season, it's the lines right. Would you agree, Fez, the market right now is assuming Atlanta was what they were for the whole season?
3: Exactly. They're not giving the defense enough credit. Raheem Morris is the defensive coordinator this year.
0: So I think until that changes, and as the season progresses, if Atlanta does play well, it's going to change quick. But until it does, it's going to be hard to bet against Atlanta. You're going to be wanting to look to bet on Atlanta.
2: The Philadelphia Eagles are six-point favorites at Washington.
0: Now, listen, this is Fez's total of the year on the under 9.5? Yes. Well, what do you think of this game?
3: Mismatch for, in favor of Washington at the line of scrimmage. So, Washington's D on the D line, very good. And the I Eagles. Mean, maybe
0: the best D line. I mean, if the rookie step. Chase Young, yeah, big upgrade. Well, yeah, the number one pick, the all decade type talent. You think an upgrade? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. How good is Washington's D line? It was I mean, good is, before. I mean, it could be the best in football or one of the top five in football. Yeah. All right, go ahead. And
3: now the Eagles are injured on the O line. So they lose Brandon Brooks, they lose Dillard. So they're down two alignment. Big mismatch in favor of
0: Washington.
2: The Chicago Bears are on the road at the Detroit Lions. Detroit, a two-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: Okay, now this was – that's interesting, this dipped down, huh? When did this dip down, did you say?
3: Just yesterday because Detroit's wide receiver Galladay is uh game-time decision.
0: Galladay?
3: Yeah, he's really good. How much – is he on your point list? He's worth – he's just missed the list.
0: You know, <laughs> that's the fourth guy <laughs> that just missed the list in the last 48 hours. Yes. So – I don't think that it came off three like that because of Garland. No, it
3: is because of him.
0: No, I don't think so. Mm. Because how much is three worth? Going to three to is three's worth twenty cents. Yes. How many points is that in normal points between four and five? That's a point and a half.
3: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: It's not Garland. It, I mean, I'm not saying it's not half that. Or what's fascinating here is even a two and a half and at 3 which it was 3 now for what it's been 3 for at least a week right
3: last i think the last 3 4 days okay really since tuesday when there was the quarterback was announced for the bears
0: oh so you're saying uh well, so you're saying when Friday. we did the pot on Monday, it wasn't three. That's just not true, because we were talking about the same... Remember we did the pot oh, on yeah, Monday? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been four or five days. You're right.
0: So when I said a week, it was yeah. it was key to, like, contradict me then, right? Because you were so sure it was... You know, if you didn't know Fez Jonas, you would actually think it's all innocent. <laughs> do you know enough now to know it's not? Or do you still think maybe it's innocent?
2: It's Ric Flair. I mean, he's not ah, player. And what's funny
0: is we moved the TV where, you know, you're in L.A. where we see you, you see us. You got it. Do you have a better view of him now?
2: Yeah, he's counting cards under the desk. I, I mean, that's what I'm yeah, saying, because
0: yeah. I see you staring at him. When I'm talking, you're usually looking right at him, trying to figure him out. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So, anyway, we're at 2.5, or 3, the home field here is less than that. So, the fact that Detroit's favored by 2.5, or they were 3 recently, but Monday, means that they think Detroit's better. The betting market is saying Detroit's better than Chicago. But if you look at the win totals, Chicago's is 8 and Detroit's is 7. So somehow you got the team, the market is saying the win totals, that's better, Chicago. But somehow Chicago is worse here. And you know what it says? That even Vegas hates Mitchell Trubisky. Because the assumption is with Trubisky, they're worse Right? But who's going to come in after? It's not Trubisky. It's going to be Foles. And with Foles, let's say he plays 13 games or 12 games. They're saying with Foles, Chicago should win eight games over the course of the season. But with Trubisky, they're worse than a seven win team. That's a lot of hate for Trubisky, if you read between the lines. Does that resonate with you, Jones? Yeah,
2: yeah. It seemed a little bit odd that the. And I I saw it at three going back to last weekend as well too oh no chance it was just
0: it was just three or four days ago (laughs) but but go ahead
2: yeah but no it just it seemed a little odd especially in a place you're not going to have any fans uh detroit is has struggled to find any sort of consistency on defense they've got the better quarterback but i don't think they have the better roster by far
0: yeah and it just shows you and and really what's fascinating is if you go to the win totals And then when those teams are playing, they're in line. There's not a lot of reason why one would be one way and another kind of way to bet the team would be another. This one jumped out at us. And as we thought about it, this is just Hayda Trubisky.
2: The Colts are at the Jaguars. Indy is an eight-point favorite.
0: Fez got a lot of heat last year. And really, for the last almost 10, or maybe four, Fez, you might want to jump in, is... He would have a team every year that he says was tanking. And every year he was wrong. He'd be right for like maybe a half a game. Miami last year, first time ever. I think I finally know a team's tanking. Miami played as hard as any team after, let's say, third game on, they played as hard as any team in the NFL.
3: And exceeded expectations, went over their season win number.
0: And somehow, some way, I now believe that Jacksonville is tanking, I, that, that I've never believed the team is tanking till Jacksonville, because they've made moves that have— it's one thing to say, hey, keep your dollar, give me $2 tomorrow or next year. That's what the Sixers did. Here they're saying, hey, you owe me a dollar, keep it, I'm going to give you a dollar. Somehow to be poor now, I've never seen it, but I actually could not bet the Jags until I see I'm wrong.
2: The Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Packers.
0: What you got here, Fez?
2: Yeah,
3: so Vikings are hurting in two positions, a cornerback and a defensive line. They just lost their best defi-
0: defensive lineman, Hunter, problems for the Vikings. Okay, so this is a situation thinned out a little because of the salary cap. couple injuries here matter. And how did the line move?
3: Line dropped last week from 3.5 to 2.5. It stayed at 2.5 since.
0: That wasn't last week. That was three or four days ago, I think. I'm not sure, but I'm going to contradict you real quick.
2: (laughs) And finally, RJ, the Chargers are three-point favorites at the Bengals.
0: This is one from Researcher McKenzie who just gave me a good laugh, so I'm going to make sure to give him his attribution. Last one here is Tyrod Taylor has had three seasons that he started a lot of games, 14 or more. If you look at his QBR – which is the best quarterback ranking there is, in my opinion, he is a significantly above-average quarterback over those three years. So you literally say, here's a guy that has had the starting job ripped from him two times, probably will be a third here, that every time he's given a season, he's like the 11th or 12th best quarterback in football. But somehow, he never keeps that job. Could it be his personality? I don't know. Could it be? I don't know. Because Fitzpatrick's the same way. Fez loves Fitzpatrick's numbers. A team's never wanted to give him the job. These NFL people understand things we don't. And even if the stats say one thing, sometimes the stats are wrong. You know, Jonas, I think we should... We went long there. Fez and his interruptions. (laughs) Be
1: sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
0: And this is simple. One break left. Next. The whole week has led up to this. Best bet from Fezzik. Best bet for me and a quick preview Tampa Bay, New Orleans. So
2: that's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money making time right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Out of Vegas!
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live
0: bell and we are straight out of vegas and we're rushing because we got so much to jam pack into this best bet segment and first we promised you calling cowherd's pick number six hey can't not deliver on our promises this came from earlier today world premiere let's listen let's
1: go, go. no no, no. Hey, that's great
2: football now. it's college
0: bonus pick only for rj bell pick number six
2: I'd take Miami plus six and a half at the Patriots. Fitzpatrick's a very good September quarterback. I think the eight opt-outs for New England are significant. Some of those players were vital. They lost key free agents, and Cam hasn't, frankly, had enough snaps at practice. I think I'd take the Dolphins plus six and a half, but the number tells me I'm wrong. What do the wise guys say?
0: I believe if there's ever a time you're going to hear the announcer say, wow, what a gadget play there. Belichick for the first time in 20 years has a new quarterback and one with a different skill set and their ability to do things that, that Miami has no idea about, I think is the difference in this game. Forgetting the fact that Miami's getting so much love, Peter King saying they're going to win game. The division I look at Miami the same way I do Carolina great midterm future not ready now it's less than a touchdown this game Pats is the side disagreement. all right and I feel that strongly but not as strongly as I bet Fez has for his best bet. This is for the whole weekend. What do you got?
3: I got the Rams Sunday night football plus three against Dallas. Let's start with power ratings, RJ. I've got Dallas three points better than the Rams on a neutral site. That would make sense that the line would be three. But this game isn't at a neutral site. This game is in Los Angeles. Dallas has to fly two time zones. We can debate how much... Two time zones? <laughs> they, they have to go <laughs> That's to That's going light. to fatigue them? Well... <laughs> The traveling team, and you mentioned in COVID, is at a big disadvantage. We can debate how much that home field...
0: No, I, I do agree with that. I think every road team, until we see what happens, could have a bigger disadvantage with all the hassles than we realize. I think that is an extra factor. So,
3: call it one and a half for a home field. Boom, we're at one and a half is what my line is, and I'm getting three. Already, I have an advantage in this bet.
0: Huh? You're saying that it's three points better, right? Yes, and the lines three. Yes. And now, what was the one and a half? Dallas is for home field. Yeah, for home field. Yeah. So that means that you have one and a half points of edge at that point. Yes. And then you have potentially the extra travel edge, because it could be for every road team's a big problem. And what else?
3: Also, Rams got blown out last year at the end of the year. So a blowout revenge certainly helps them to put forth their best effort. And Dallas has injuries on their O-line, missing two of their linemen from last year.
0: Yeah, I love this game. Is I really love this game. I agree with Fez. If you can get the three, and the three's out there now, Rams plus three, best bet. Now, I'm going to give this one quick, but it's really, to me, this easy. The public is on Arizona. That scares me typically against the 49ers plus seven. I love Arizona plus seven. Why? There's something about Arizona's offense against San Fran's defense. And this stat is maybe the stat of the week. We'll end the week with. There's been five there were 512 500, games last year in which an offense went against the defense. So that's a ranking in each of those games Football Outsiders does. So imagine 500 plus of these rankings. Arizona's ranking when they played San Francisco was the 10th best the whole year for all the NFL one game and the 11th best The next game. Ten and eleven out of five hundred plus against the second place team, the team that almost won the Super Bowl. That's shocking. There's something going on. Arizona's got a big edge and that's will take the touchdown. RJ Bell, best bet of the week.
2: Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than fifty seven hundred AutoZone locations in store curbside. Visit autozone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. Autozone. If you missed any of today's show, including multiple best bets and a full preview of the weekend in the NFL, go to FoxsportsRadio.com. We're back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on FSR. Straight OUT OF